Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. If you're trying to keep your sugar low, but you love fermenting, can you do ferments like this apple chutney with alternative sweeteners like erythritol or stevia? And if so, how do you do it? Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. That is today's question. For the links, transcript, and more, visit the show notes at askwardy.tv and look for episode 143. Today's question comes from Beth T. She says, I am wanting to do more fermenting. Due to certain health concerns, I'm trying to avoid sugar, even natural ones. I was wondering if it is possible to use alternative sweeteners like sugar alcohols in fermented vegetables. Would you add these in at the beginning or at the end? Would there be certain sweeteners that are better than others? Thanks so much for your question, and because we're using it in an episode of Ask Wardy, Beth, you get a free ebook and video package from Traditional Cooking School, and our team will be in touch to give that to you. To answer your question, I'm going to pull back just a little bit and answer a overall question, which is, why do you need sugar in ferments anyway? And the answer is simple, because the fermenting organisms in lactofermentation, they're lactobacilli, it's a beneficial bacteria, they feast on sugar, and specifically sugars and starches in fruits and vegetables, or added sugar in the form of maple syrup, or other sweeteners you might add to your ferment. So when you're talking about ferments like this apple chutney, or other vegetable ferments where there might be added sugar called for, you actually can omit the sugar entirely because the organisms already have enough sugar in the fruits and vegetables themselves. And in this case, any added sugar, whether it's maple syrup, coconut sugar, white sugar, or whatever, is there for taste. It's like to balance out the sour or balance out the salt. So just feel free to omit it, and you don't need to use an alternative sweetener in place of that. However, if you don't care for the ferment not being sweet enough, then once the fermenting time is over, that is where you would add your alternative sweetener, whether it's erythritol, stevia, you would sweeten to taste at that point and put your ferment in cold storage. There are some exceptions, and please visit the show notes for those exceptions. It's askwardy.tv, look for episode 143. I wanna mention two right now. One is when you're fermenting a protein, like a fermented sausage or a corned beef, so you've got meat protein that's being fermented. Well, that meat protein, does not have any sugar to feed the organisms. So the recipe will call for the addition of a sugar to feed the organisms. And in a recipe like this, where the food itself doesn't have any sugar, the added sugar is not optional. If you omit it, your ferment will most likely turn out not very good and potentially unsafe to eat. A second exception would be a beverage ferment. Like if you're making homemade ginger soda, and we have one and I'll link it for you at the show notes, or if you're making water kefir, well, the base liquid for the fermenting organisms there is a sweet liquid, and the sweetness comes from the addition of sugar in whatever form it is. White sugar, evaporated cane juice, maple 
syrup or whatever it is. And so if you omitted that sugar, then the culture wouldn't have anything to feast on either. So the bottom line is when you're looking at fruit and vegetable ferments like apple chutney or preserves, or you're talking about like sweet pickles or something, if the base food has sugar or starch in it, which fruits and vegetables do, you can omit any sugar that the recipe calls for and add later whatever sweetener you'd like to taste and that's at the point where the food goes into cold storage because the fermentation is done. Can you use alternative sweeteners in ferments though? Like what if you wanted to use one? Is that even possible? Well I researched and I really couldn't find anything conclusive to say whether or not alternative sweeteners like erythritol or stevia do or do not work in ferments. So my opinion is play it safe and since in fruit and vegetable ferments the sugar is optional anyway, just do the fermentation without any added sugar like maple syrup or evaporated cane juice or coconut sugar and then sweeten to taste later with your alternative sugar that you like. So Beth and everyone else, I hope that was helpful. If you have additional comments or questions, please do visit the show notes, askwardy.tv, episode 143, and there you can get links and more information for what I've discussed today or leave your comments or questions. And now I'll invite you, if you haven't already, to download our Fermenting Formulas Cheat Sheet. It's at tradcookschool.com slash ferment sheet, where ferment sheet is all one word. And it's a quick and easy download where I give you the formulas to ferment all kinds of foods. What you have in season, so they're delicious. Use what you have on hand and they're safe to eat. So in these formulas, you'll find how many vegetables to use, how much culture to use and whatnot for these mixtures, pack in a jar and ferment for so many days. And we talk about krauts and preserves and chutneys and relishes and so much more. And you'll get that all in the fermenting formulas cheat sheet again at tradcookschool.com slash ferment sheet. Thanks for joining me. And I hope you'll come back again because I release new episodes every Wednesday at askwardy.tv. So I'll see you all again next week, same time, same place. Bye-bye. God bless. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy. Or send an email to Wardy at AskWardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to AskWardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at TradCookSchool on the Periscope app or go to periscope.tv slash TradCookSchool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you. And I'll see you next week.